Welcome, adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. Please rate and review us at your podcast provider of choice. This will help new and fellow chaotics find the chaos. Please consider downloading the episodes to your device rather than streaming. This will help us more accurately calculate our audience metrics. You are listening to the Chaos Agents, playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, led by Dungeon Master Thomas Cook, weaving published and homebrew content together to form this unique world. I am Warren, and I play Uzo. Uzo likes to hear tales about himself, because when he could not see, that was his exposure to the world. I'm Aaron, and I play Ruckus Highborn, a human fighter. Insert door joke here. I'm Bo Christian Williams, and I play Remy the Fox, a swashbuckling halfling rogue who's the brains of the operation, and the looks, and all the other things. I'm Tiana, and I play Andraste Nialo, cleric of Lyra, affectionately known as Momdraste, and together we are the Foxy Irregulars. Join us now as we play Dungeons and Dragons. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Quest of Chaos. We are the Chaos Agents, and tonight we are telling some stories. So, uh, I am going to try and get through the announcements very quick um, because that's really my signature as a DM. <laughs> so, uh, this we're going to open up uh, uh, this episode of Chaos Agents with the Wick this week in Kickstarter. Uh, because there is a lot of stuff that is happening that we are not at all involved with, but think it's worth pointing out. So, number one, we sort of are involved with, is Birds of Paradise launches October 15th on Kickstarter. They are amazing. We have a bunch of dice that I've thrown on the floor. So awesome. Look at the, uh, the cardinal, the... Birds of Paradise and or Fairy Wren, whichever they are. Anyway, Birds of Paradise, amazing. Launches, um, I don't know what day the 15th is, but they launch on the 15th. Two days. It's day tomorrow, so it's Thursday. Man, what happened to yesterday? I don't know, man. It's been a long 2020, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Every month Um, has been a decade. You can check out the Discord. Uh, there is a partners and sponsors section down there, and Andrea is posting photos of the dice and all the other stuff. All, the, all of that will be available on Kickstarter on the 15th. Let's help, um, let's help hit that goal on day one. That's, that would be amazing. That would be the best. The second Kickstarter that is coming out is actually the 16th. Again, no idea what day that is, but it is the 16th of October is terminal overdrive from carbon 2185 and i really don't know what it is it's a book uh you can also buy all of their other books uh pre-order or you know 
kickstart or however that's going to be they're out of all their physical books so this is going to be a way to get the city source book get the the core rule book and get this terminal overdrive as well and the other one uh the other kickstarter is actually a board game it is a board game called no wait what is it called cuties the board game Oh God! It's not no, no. Stop, Stop right there, you troll. Spike, can you put it in the uh, in the chat? It's a it's a it's a it's a board game about artisanal tea making. Wait a second. Artisanal tea making. No, no, yeah. no! Stop the car! You made Spike a mod. You did. I I I I cannot neither. <laughs> confirm nor deny because i can't confirm or deny it because i don't remember <laughs> maybe maybe not um uh clearly it was not consulted it's something it ends in t it's like persistence t but not really person okay it's it's not that don't search for that let me find it so like i was saying uh no nope. <laughs> it is prosperity so it's prosperity ah. uh tea uh like tea and the way it works is like you uh you have tea orders and you have to collect the resources like you know the the whatever goes into tea i don't know leaves you have to I, get the right really yeah <laughs> and then uh, i am clearly the only tea drinker on this stream <laughs> and then you and then you make money and like and the person who is filled the most orders and made the most money wins. That's as much as I know about it. Uh, Spike Spike sent me the thing and I watched the Kickstarter video and I'm like, eh, that's a little pretentious, but I suppose a, a board game about tea would be a little pretentious. I wonder if I wonder if Matt Pat's wife knows about that. She's a super tea person. She, it seems like something to be up her alley. I should tweet it at her. So, sounds like somebody should Twitter that person. Yes. Sounds like she knows the ingredients in tea. <laughs> I mean, she and I could she and I could have a long conversation about tea and have and have a good time at it. I'm sure. Um, and apparently, they're also giving away free tea at some point as well as promotion. Who knows? Give me this link, Spike. Tea me. <laughs> tea me right in my face. <laughs> I am. I am a simple envy with simple desires. So that that being the week, this week in Kickstarter, that is that is over. Um, finger guns. <laughs> Episode eighty-seven of Chaos Agents, and we're reduced uh, to finger guns. It's great. Yes. Um, I think uh, you know. So obviously, we need to point out that uh, Nord Games are amazing partners. We are we have an affiliate program with them. So when you use our link. Uh, nordgamesllc.com slash 3.html uh, anything you purchase we get a little cut of and it's a great way to help support us while getting these awesome products from Nord Games. if you use the code chaotic20 you get 20% off mm -hmm. so you know that's you know that's some super cool stuff there this works for both of us yes in fact it does um and I had, a, I had an amazing conversation with Chris Haskins, CEO of Nord Games, about uh, the deck of inspiration. Ooh. The, the decks of inspiration, because there are now 
seven of them in the works. So it's a lot. You ballooned up real fast. You were started <laughs> with one. Well, I started the one. So, so the the way I don't yeah the way that the decks work, it's like level one to four, and then level five to eight, I think, eight. and then nine to twelve. It's not going to be quite the. Uh, Nord Games has their traps decks that are out. That's part of their um, their new trap book. What is their trap book called? Treacherous traps. That, is, okay. I was that going to call them marvelous traps. But I, I have a question. Does um does Nord Games have a, a module that includes boots of speed? <laughs> I mean, Quartz Toil might have something like that, or could or could have something stuck in there because Quartz Toil is all about the cool mechanical stuff. Oh no, they're raw. It's it, they're part of raw. But so so um so they're in fact. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know what? Maybe we'll role play that bit out. All right. So, uh, that was a very Remy okay. impression there. So, get your copy of Marvelous Traps from, from Nord Games. Treacherous Traps, right? Treacherous. The treacherous. Yes. Yes. That was, Dude, that was... I got to spend more time. They sell so much shit. I have so oh many God. books I haven't read. It's terrible. Like, I, like trying fact, to figure out what traps to make. Yeah. Wow. Oh, the decks are amazing because it just like you just can pull out a random trap and it tells you um, it tells you what the trap is, uh, like what kind of trap it is. Is it mechanical or uh, magical? Um, what happens if you trigger the trap and what triggers the trap, as well as how to disarm the trap. So uh, it's a great way uh, when you're building a campaign out to just be like, oh, I need to, I should put a trap here. And then you kind of find one that you like and boom, throw it down. Or if you're just like me, you kind of say, oh, uh, we have a, we've got a stream in 10 minutes. And then you grab a deck of traps and we're like, we're just <laughs> every 10 feet in this dungeon trap. trap. <laughs> wow. Great campaign, trap. Thomas. How long did you spend planning this? <laughs> Three months. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it sounds fact, awesome, by the way. Yeah, it does. That, that you can just grab a trap and and it, and it can, you know, number one, make it a little more random for yep. for your game, or number two, you know, you can work on other aspects instead of having to come up with with that and just let leave that to Nord Games and and work on other aspects of the game. Randomizing yeah. the trap sounds great because you uh, you probably play this mental game is like is this too much for them or is you know you try to maybe cushion the blow a little bit so randomizing it absolutely sounds like this is what a campaign's about man maybe you trigger the fucking one that kills your character who knows yeah. the uh, the the forward to the book treacherous traps um, sort of ends with this book isn't meant to be read cover to cover and I just said <laughs> <laughs> I started just reading the tracks. I would read I that and be like, thank God. Cool. <laughs> I didn't plan to anyway. Book, yeah. The back of the book has trap generators, which is, you know, mm -hmm. tables and everything else, which is really fun. They even have a trap generation deck, which is like that thick. Comes with two decks on the inside. I'm not gonna lie, that's a, a thick deck. <laughs> so the the trap generation deck, right? I'm looking for something mechanical, gaseous, and whatever page 15 uh, I haven't op I haven't opened the the cellophane on that one yet so oh. I can't exactly tell you, you I do know I, uh, <laughs> there's lots of cellophane and it took it took me a little while to 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 open my first my first one and 
like eventually i even i mean like 10 minutes like you because i didn't want to ruin any of the cards i couldn't figure it out and then eventually like so i cut my way into it i'm like these really need those like you know the little plastic things that you just kind of open up and and it comes right off and as soon as i had pulled it off i saw where that was yep (laughs) oh okay yeah that that would have been a lot easier that that was your trap card of the day exactly (laughs) hey and then as the dm you can always announce you've activated my trap card from then on what year is it (laughs) (laughs) the fact that i knew that joke was coming (laughs) we're all about the same age it's great (laughs) so um was i i was trying to get through the announcements quickly anyway i mean how did that go well i mean there's i don't know i mean it's the announcements it's so nord games great friends you can get a great deal on awesome stuff um we are always doing nord games giveaways so it is currently tied to our book of inspiration and uh, also our sub giveaways and those are currently decks of your choice so you get to go on their site and they have like 50 decks to choose from you know so you get the right the right fit for you um and Mature. Get, lost, get lost down that <laughs> rabbit hole for a while. A uh, so yeah, so you totally do that. And uh, you pick out which one you want. And you know what? Don't tell anybody. Because, you know, really don't tell anybody. Uh, if you are in the U.S. and you win one, we'll ship you one. But if you're not in the U.S., we'll send you a PDF. That's, uh, you're right there, anyway. Thomas. There's something, yeah, something oh, wrong yeah, with I'm your okay. face. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. If you're in Quebec... <laughs> no deck for you. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas, you really might want to get that looked at. It looks a little painful. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys uh, doing? I'm not watching. I'm on the Nord Games looking at the various decks. Pay right attention now. to us, Warren. <laughs> All right, sorry. I'm like, am I missing a, a physical missing, humor? Yes, you're missing physical humor. Get All back right. here. Damn it. So, um, is there anything else I missed? here on the announcement so you should subscribe to our youtube channel when you do when we reach three thousand youtube subs which we're very very close um we're gonna give this uh dice box tray away uh crafted by our very own squeal the bard so it's so first off magnetic close when the when the thing is on the inside magnetic close very nice place to put your tablet right there oh what's that uh random miniatures that are in the in the studio i hope these aren't any ones that they care about whiz kids unpainted minis human paladin cool female human paladin boom right there Three thousand subs on youtube share it help get us over that hump and uh we'll send that out to a random person that answers or comments on our thank you message. Now, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think so. I just like Did to say that box it? is awesome. Yeah, it by is. the way, gorgeous. Ben did a really good job with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, the, and 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 the Latin thing on the front is something that Julius Caesar said apparently, and it's uh, the the die is cast. Yeah, that's great. Right. Mm-hmm. History nerd. Ben, not so, me. I'm not, I'm not great at the history part. Poor season. All right. So I noticed looking back over my uh, campaign notes, 
the majority of my campaign notes are announcements. <laughs> There's nothing about the campaign in here. So I was like, oh, what was that NPC's name? Oh, I don't know. Luckily, there's a surefire way to know what that NPC's name was. It's David. All right, moving <laughs> on. David, David, it's David. Either David or Dave or occasionally Evod. Evod. Yes. Yeah. All right. So last session on the Chaos Agents, the, uh, the trio of Uzo, Andraste, and Ruckus. If, how did you, you floated? You uh, walked on water? Uh, uh, they're, 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 the, the ritual spell water walk was used to walk across the surface of the water from the ship to uh, the shore. All right. It was fun. Uh, you guys, uh, the three of them made their way on board. They ran across a Uzo's keen sight, saw um, tracks leading off uh, into the brush and they ignored them went down to candle keep or at the front gate a gnome was not being let in uh, after some yelling uh, you kind of understood that you know he had purchased a book to gain entry when it was stolen by highwaymen and he left saying screw you and fired a fireball at the library which dissipated in the magical wards surrounding the complex. You approached, um, presented uh, the book. Um, what was the name of the book on trust? It didn't, it doesn't have a name exactly. It is a collection of, of squeal, shattersplats, uh, songs and limericks and poems that there's only about three copies of it in the world. And he had that one specially made for her. And you just gave it away. I, I, I entrusted it to the greatest library in the realms. He is going to be thrilled when he hears about it. So, uh, so that happened. Uh, you gained entry. Uh, at which point you, you gained entry to the Court of Air, not to the actual library, which is the, basically a place you, you can mingle with people that are staying there, doing their own research, and you met an ogre named Tiny, who agreed to go into the library and research one topic officially. And on the sly, Uzo handed him two more topics to research. And, uh, and with that, uh, he did come back and he had the elements Uzo, what stood out for you last session? Um, oh, <clears throat> sorry. Um, this ogre named Tiny, supported by a crown of intelligence, has changed my perspective on how one should view the races because the previous ogres we encountered were not as able and learned as this one, but anyone with the right resources is capable of doing great things. Tiny was also very capable, even with his frame, as for, uh, even with his size, to sleight of hand 
things in front of my colleagues, personal matters that I just wanted to research. I gave him money to look for something that was close to my heart and that he did. And I am grateful to him for that. I believe one of my comrades has seen those pages, which is fine. Um, we will deal with that later. But a benefit of this trip, another benefit is that the orphanage gains a new teacher in the form of a dragonborn, which I've not interacted with very much, but this person seemed Madrid Ruffalo, if I'm not mistaken, is extremely learned and shared a lot of commonalities in the realms and will be a great resource for the orphanage once he arrives probably before us in Waterdeep. He knows who to meet and who to speak with. I think we have everything we need to pursue our journey forward because the stories of the shimmering and the world and Deralin, this is more than enough to guide us to our goal. It says the gate is located near the continent of Deralin, roughly 120 miles east of Portoria. We have a location. Uh, the gate has been maintained nearly 250 years and has had countless owners. Its location is on the reaches of the trackless sea. So it might be under new ownership. We don't know what kind of uh, friction we might run into. But pirates have also been known to block the gate and raid ships coming through the port. This is very useful information. On the side of the gate in Faerun, twin islands surround it, providing some docks and shelter and still requiring a toll, according to the document Tiny gave me. Gems worth a thousand GP appears to be the current fee for a ship the size of the Irregular Phoenix but I will bring it up amongst the crew. As far as the other matters that Tiny has gotten for me, I will just relegate that to travel reading for now. But this is what we came for, and I believe this to be more than sufficient. I'll let Rakes and Andraste decide. So at the end of last session, Uzo did peruse and read some of the literature on Behemoth, um, sort of finding similarities in his own life and, and sort of uh, from a DM's perspective, connecting the dots of how he could be his patron when Uzo wants to destroy the world with a night sword. <laughs> I didn't cover that part because I feel like we yeah, no, actually, it was a significant part of the end of last episode, but I was like, I read most of it on air, so I... Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Andraste, anything particular stand out? Well, I don't have a great deal of experience with libraries, but this was a rather interesting place to be. Um, being surrounded by so many people who are in pursuit of knowledge is it's fascinating to me. Um, 
I let Uzo handle most of the actual seeking part of it because it's his patron and he knows the right questions to ask. But I did, I did uh, visit a magic shop where I was just going to buy a journal because I wanted to make sure that my story was written down just in case. But um, while I was there, I found a few other things that were rather interesting and was able to sell off a spell scroll that I've had for quite a while. Get that out of my, out of my inventory since I, it's a spell that I can't use. It's a ranger spell. Um, and otherwise, I was mostly along for the ride and learning what uh, Uzo was picking up. What he didn't mention was that... Uh, I was reading over his shoulder while he was looking at the, at the stuff about Behemoth, uh, and uh, there was some information about the Night Serpent in there as well. The World Serpent? Denda, whatever, whatever his title is. And uh, I tried to conceal that, that, that I picked up on it, but I'm fairly sure that he knows that I know that he knows it's, it's, a, it's a roundabout circle sort of thing. <laughs> um... But yes, I believe that we have all of the information that we came here for. I don't think that there's going to be much else that we can gather. And I mean, there's a storm at sea. So getting out back out to the, the Chimera so that we can get back to Salt Marsh and back to the Phoenix where we belong, I think is going to be very valuable. All right. Uh, when one thing that stood out for Ruckus is, is upon entering, he gave uh, his name. Hmm. And his surname was familiar to the gentleman who was holding the gate uh, and flipping through a book found an entry from 20 years past of Lucius. Uh, is that right? Lucian. Yeah. Lucian Quinn with son Malcolm, the child Malcolm, uh, had been there in the past. This is where he got the information for the original map somewhere deep in the library. Morning comes to you guys. And uh, the, the, the storm has settled. Uh, it seemed to have passed through the night. Um, the, the opening up the shutters uh, in your room to look out you see the, you know, the courtyard is slightly muddy. Uh, there's puddles. Uh, the gravel does keep most of it down. Why is, it, why is there gravel? The, the smooth cobblestone is slick with rain. Uh, and you guys, the three of you, are free to do what you want. Well, before we get to the ship. Is um, Tiny still in... Wait, where are we? You have just woken up in your individual rooms. Okay. Um, I open the door, I go downstairs, expect to see whoever is down there, but I'm looking for Tiny before he starts his day. Uh, he is He is there. Uh, you see, and it, it is early enough, and still you see um, a lot of the scribes and a lot of the people eating and... Uh, tiny again, stack of books. Um, I walk over, Uzo walks over to Tiny and he, you know, gives him a nod and thanks him uh, for the information. And uh, Tiny, I have a favor. I think we are leaving Candle Keep today. Um, 
I want to give you something and ask you to not take out information, but to put information in. And I think you might know the best place for this. And Uzo opens a book and he pulls out his tiny little adventuring manuscript that he had the elf warband make. Um, and he, this is a story of fantastical feats from great adventurers that deserves a home inside the library. Wherever you think it should be classified, I would like to pay you to sift it in between somewhere for some lucky reader to find one day. Um, you, you look at his face and his face is, is confused at first. And then uh, a look of like indignation almost like Ooh. how, how, I mean, and, and this is the span of, of that conversation. Right? Okay. And yeah. Sort of like how, why would you disrespect the order and then, and then the next sort of like realization, like, wow, that would be, I wonder if that's how I'm finding some of this stuff that nobody has ever seen before. And like, oh, oh, I'm par I get to be part of that. Like you see all that play out on his face. And it's like, and Uzo would be adjusting his conversation yeah. to the <laughs> facial reactions. And that's why this yeah. is important. Mm. Um, mm. Very, very interesting. Mm. Good good friend uh and he takes is it um do i do i read it first um you don't have to um you can if you like it again it is a fiction fantasy uh not documenting any real tales but um i think someone would like to learn about a few legendary adventurers someday. Um, would, do you want me to put this in the fiction or the nonfiction category? Um, <laughs> uh, if you find a coffee table inside the nonfiction section and you just gently place it on top and forget it there, Someone will find a home for it somewhere. And as big of a blatant nod he can, <laughs> he pulls out 10 gold pieces and he slides it over to Tiny. Oh. And you just kind of, you see this big ogre mitt, just kind of <laughs> grab the book and the coin and slide it over. Very Thank well, you. Mr. Uzo. Thank I you, Tiny. Your patronage. I appreciate you more than you know, Tiny. I'm going to wait for my friends, grab some food, and then probably make for the seas. But I will not forget you. Very well. Uh, and you see, and he starts packing up and like slides the book in, in his big stack, into his little haversack, which is way too small for him. <laughs> it's like sure. a, you know, it's, it's like a little clutch bag on him. <laughs> Uh, and he goes gets up and goes out and just kind of like you see him looking over the other individuals there like wonder mm -hmm. I, I don't want him to find it you can just kind of see that going oh, through yeah. and he walks off nice then um, 
anything uh, Andraste. So Ruckus comes down. Uh, I don't know, Andraste, you can come down whenever you would like. Yeah, I've uh, I've I've been awake for hours. I'm I'm just getting my things sorted out and come down fully armored, dressed, ready to go, and just want to grab some food on the way out the door. Okay, uh, Ruckus as well, man of little words, just wants to uh, get on, get on <laughs> with his jazzercising on the ship. Uh, should 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 I go ahead and do a sending to uh, Remy to let him know to start coming into range of the waterwalk spell? Yes, I think that should be uh, what we do today. Um, I think we have more than enough here to put us on the right path. I, we've we've worked with far less information than this. I think that I agree. Once, once we get to um, Port Thoria, we'll we'll learn a lot more from. From your friend. I don't know, Rakis. What do you think? <laughs> it's again. It's... <laughs> he, he, he had entirely too much to drink last night. Keep it down. His, his head is killing him. Okay. Sure thing. First meet. <laughs> right. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll do ascending to Remy and say basically um, our business at the library is concluded. Please bring the, the, the chimera close enough for us to water walk to. I don't get to respond, or do I get to respond? You can respond. 25 words or less. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, oh. No one's home right now. <laughs> Please leave a message. Beep. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll see you soon. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, 24! Remy... <laughs> nice. Well done, Bo. <laughs> Remy is uh, tired uh, after after not sleeping the night. Uh, the seas were very rough, um, and it took uh, your captaining uh, as well as Clint to be able to keep the ship uh, facing the right direction during the storm. Uh, but and this managed... is out in open water. There's no like bay that we can. The bay. Like, take... The bay. The bay was actually more dangerous because because of the way that it was shaped. Yeah, too much, you know, a lot of reefs in there. Uh, so you have to bring the ship closer to shore about, um, what, what did I say? Uh, two miles north of Candle Keep. Yeah. Where they, they have been, no, they just walked. There's no dinghy. We just walked. <laughs> right. So I will, uh, I will get up and get the crew moving. Okay. So you do that. You guys go walking. Um, we are going to pick this up. Uh, on the open ocean, uh, but first we're going to do some bits because I forgot to do the bits. I was I was wondering. I, I, like, I was going to give you until we got to the ship before I before I reminded you. <laughs> uh, we have the Hefner with five hundred bits for the players. One of Thank these five hundred bits for the DM. Yeah, of course. Then we have Duke Fleeg with one thousand bits. Mm -hmm. For the players. Thank you, Your Grace. Squeal has 500 bits for Andraste to slap Remy once and for all. I mean, just if it's just the one last slap, that's fine. <laughs> once and uh, for all. Then we'll, we have. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we have Squeal the Bard with my favorite bit of inspiration. So far in this campaign, 500 bits because there are no boots of speed. 
<laughs> that's first off. Uh, that's just giving bits to stuff that I, w- I was already going to happen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Ben. Always good to see you on, when, when we're on yes. live. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you guys uh, so much for that. Uh, and uh, we're going to jump into, uh, if you guys want to do a little bit of uh, uh, you water walk, you're back on the boat. Yeah. and I, okay. As long as nothing's eventful. Sorry, Tiana. No, it's fine. Uh, I, I, I just want to say I did it as a ritual, so I have that spell slot still. All of those S sounds. Oh, welcome back aboard, everyone. Climbing, climbing aboard, swing over. Hello. Libraries are interesting. Not as interesting as that storm was. I can't even imagine. I'm sorry. After all we've been through, you are going to complain about the weather to me, Captain. Uh, well, I usually don't like to just rest out on the open ocean during a storm. Uh, if I can avoid it. I don't know why this place doesn't... Anyhow, okay. <laughs> On our way, yes? Well, to Salt Marsh? To Salt Marsh, but I have something for you first. Do you really? I do. They 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 had a magical component shop there, and I picked up some more stuff for you to do uh, find familiar when when it becomes necessary. Much more. Uh, three, three, three castings worth. Three more. Excellent. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Andraste. And that will help, as you see, um, as you see, um, sorry, uh, Winthorpe, Winthorpe, sorry, uh, appear on my shoulder out of nowhere, just he shows Uh, up there. Hello, buddy. And then the the spider in my cloak kind of rescinds a little bit. (laughs) Keep your bird away. Oh, oh, he's not so bad. Don't worry. Thank you, Winthorpe. He's gone again. Um, covered this with Androsse and Rakis. There's some great information here for Baphomet, uh, Bahamut, and also about the Shimmering and the Gate in Deralin. So um, it was a fruitful journey then, huh? Very. Um, unfortunately, though, we did not even step foot into the actual library. We were able to get our information from people around the city. Is that right? Wouldn't let you in the library. So in order order to actually get into the library proper, we we had the right book, but we also needed a recommendation from a great sage. And we decided, I mean, we we called upon Lady Jareth, but Uzo was was fortunate enough to find a remarkable scholar scholar who was able to uh, do the research for us. So... We were able to get turned around quickly and not get lost in the stacks. Interesting. Okay, well, at least we got the information we needed. Are, are you sure it's, uh, it's good information? Um, I did not get the deceptive vibe from anyone inside the, uh, inside the city, especially given the gatekeepers of the city, the very, very stern bunch and gifted spellcasters keeping watch. Okay, well, in that case, well, best be on our way then. Um, yes, to, to, to Saltmarsh, I believe, to what uh, did, um, Phoenix. What did Ruckus do there? I can't imagine you had much fun in there, huh? Ruckus had a flashback that I think is still weighing on his conscience. Um, it turns his out... Conscience, whatever. <laughs> on his... <laughs> I think it's giving him a bad moment. Um, I mean, he'll sleep, he'll be better. It's how he works. 
I think he, so. He he had he had a very a, a lot to drink last night, but apparently he's been here twenty years ago. Twenty years yeah. before his father brought him to this very city. His father was apparently a researcher of great note. That's how he found the map. And I'll tap my bag. What were they doing living in Boulder's Gate? Close by, easy access. Yeah, I guess. That's true. That's impressive. Uh, is he all right? He will be right as rain. I mean, anything that, that reminds him of, of his past always weighs on him a bit, but I think he'll be all right. Hmm. And you just, uh, you hear just like, Brandon, put your legs into it. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll handle it in his way, as he always does. But I think we are ready to cast off, Captain. Yes, let's, let's be rid of this awful place. Salt marsh, right? To salt marsh. Another awful place. <laughs> well, salt marsh isn't so bad. Just you did know. Emma hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Emma's not from there. She, I, mean, ah, I think she's okay. with me. <laughs> Just uh, so uh, everyone, give me perception checks. Oh Jesus! Twenty-two. Fifteen. Uh, sorry. Yeah. It's going to be a straight roll anyways. Oof. Eight. Perfect. Perfect for my storytelling needs. <laughs> Andraste, uh, you see walking, uh, at, at the mention of Emma, you see her walking by and you just see a cookie enter her mouth <laughs> as she walks off. And, 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 I, and I grin watching that and just like absently touch the bag at my hip. All right. Uh, so uh, we're gonna, we're going to, unless there's any role playing you need to do now, we're going to fast forward the story 10 days as we go to Saltmarsh. Tell me about what happens on your journey to Saltmarsh. Um, you, anyone can start. Um, go for it. Go for it, Warren. No, we, we have no. not heard from Bo in a while. I want, okay. I, get, I want to hear his voice again. It's me too. Oh, oh. that's new. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I'm terribly fond of your voice, and you well, should be aware of that, sir. So, during these 10 days, I continue to captain. Uh, as best as I can, um, the whole time trying to spend as much time, of course, with, with little Remy and with Winifred, um, and, and also caring about carrying on with, with business, um, making sure that every single day that we have on this voyage day after day, um, is about spending as much time and having a good time with the people around us. So I'm really trying to, to rally people, um, making sure that we're, we're having a good time. I go down one night into the galley with the crew and, and have a card tournament. I'll sponsor it with a hundred gold pot. Um, and then we'll, we'll all play cards. Um, that's, yeah, I think that's, pretty much just trying to keep everyone's morale up and just try and enjoy each day that I have. So 
during so during that period every time you you have that thought of like oh my god i i have to be at the helm you go you go up the helm and you see um emma and clint are there and okay there's you know things are under control you're sailing you know nothing is is out of the ordinary so you get to spend even more time that's wonderful um and then I, I try and while I'm doing it, teach little Remy some some sneaky skills. All so right. Try and try and teach him some stealth. Give me gosh, what what role would this be? What is leadership? It's what charisma is base. Um hey, just give me a D20 role. Okay. For him it's probably charisma, honestly. Nice. Nice. 16. So with with a sixteen, um, you 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 play hide and seek mm-hmm. with Remy, um, while at the same time showing him how to hide under people's legs mm-hmm. and like so so you know as as you are you know as he's hiding you're showing him oh this is a great place to hide and stuff like that you know you were. Move, you know, you move through Ruckus's space, and you know he follows you kind of through, and like doesn't see you guys at all. Um, and so, so yeah, so so doing that while he was doing one of these, right? He was. was, (laughs) So I was going to say he was doing calisthenics with a cannonball. I'm like, you probably don't want your child running underneath Ruckus while he's holding a cannonball. Nope. (laughs) So uh, that goes well. You 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 teach him some skills, uh, and have a great time. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Good to go. Um, I would say that Uzo is um, a lot more quiet. He's doing his duties, but he's a lot more quiet during the day. Um, he's just reading, and it looks like he's like committing stuff to memory. He's so like dialed in. He's been fond of pages before but you've never really seen him read and you notice sometimes that he's like reading parchments and and books and notes um and he's kind of zonked but still coming back to being social um on the journey most times the trance of reading is broken by little remy in where uzo practices his puppeteering skills and his minor illusion skills again to put on a show doesn't take him flying but um on the outset if you were watching the puppet show you'd be like oh he's putting on a play for the puppets but um if you were to kind of stay listen and perceive the the show it would be our current journey um you know he's talking about a great platinum dragon of good and of note and then in the next, you know, he's telling a scary story talking about a serpent that eats um, dreams. And he's talking about uh, fighting Lich Drow. And he's kind of doing those things with minor illusion, hallucinatory terrain, and uh, <laughs> Lich Drow. Blight Lich. Like, what? <laughs> Blight Lich. Jesus. Uh, Lich. 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 And. Um, so this is like three dimensional puppeteering that's happening, by the way. <laughs> Fucking immersive magic. Um, 
<laughs> I think you should roll for it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's up to Thomas, but that's what he's doing. So basically, um, if any of the F- Foxy regulars watch the um, puppet show, they'll see like this aisle with the shimmering based on what Uzo conjures up in his imagination. And then also um, like the a few current battles and like what we're going into. But not saying you're this is your dad's about to walk into hell. Like not saying <laughs> that, right? He's like, and then the adventurers, he's doing that thing. All right. Andraste. So uh, Andraste spends most of her time um she really wants to learn more about running, not not running a ship, but making sure that the ship is operational. So she's spending a lot of time with Clint as Clint is teaching Emma how to do the things that she's going to need to do when the Chimera gets turned over to her. Um, she's already rather good at navigating, but she wants to learn more about the star pattern. She wants to learn about the winds. She wants to learn, you know, the different kinds of knots that are tied, just throwing herself headlong into learning about ships and sailing and how to do so more effectively. Um, and periodically she'll, she'll like step back as a child and a, and a, and a Remy go running past. Um, and every once in a while, when Remy isn't looking, she'll, she'll pull a cookie out of her bag and be like, and pass it to the kid. <laughs> I would notice my son with a cookie. <laughs> Especially it's a cookie like the size of his head. <laughs> Give me a perception check, Remy. Alrighty. Uh, how often does this happen? I should roll each time. <laughs> One probably, roll to roll them all. <laughs> it's probably like like three or four times over the course of of the ten day that it takes to get back up to Salt Marsh, because it's not she, good. She's 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 enjoying winding little Remy up and and watching him run across the deck because I mean. She, she she enjoys the laughter of the child. She enjoys the joy that's happening, even as she's withdrawing a little bit. I rolled so, a five. So, so every once in a while, <laughs> Remy just seems to have so much more energy. Yeah, yeah. Just every once in a while, it's like, wow. Like, you just get winded. You're like, oh, where, how did that kick in? I'm so young for a halfling, but my God. <laughs> <laughs> And probably of, of, of about like a day out of salt marsh, I'll 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 pass a cookie to little Remy and then just like pause, and and like tap tap adult Remy on the shoulder and be like yeah, and give him a cookie as well. Yeah, there's so so the the weirdest thing happens to you during your card game, um, like you could swear that some random like sailor on the ship had had one of those cookies. You're like, where did you get that? And then it's gone. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, because periodically Andraste bribes sailors to teach her a little bit more. Hmm. <laughs> and then and then a day out from Salt Marsh. The town do I do I get a perception check on these sailors then? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I mean, you so that's one of those things where you saw it. You're like, that looks like one of those Maggard cookies. And then, oh, are, are there? And then, and then you're like, you know, digging through the mess at some point. Is that cookies anywhere? No, nope. Go find the cook. 
what's what's and, with and, all and, this cookie business? Are you making cookies? And for the record, so it said on on stream, I'm still working my way through like the third, the the the, the first of three boxes. I still have two other boxes in the in the bag. Fucking. I, I want to imagine at some point Remy comes up to Uzo and was like, "Does Andraste have cookies?" And Uzo's kind of like focusing, and Uzo just quickly responds, "She had cookies the first day," or like. Yeah, she gave me cookies the first day, but he said it so quick and like he was in a trance that you probably didn't take him seriously. Yes, Uzo's in another world. <laughs> I want to also say that I've been hyping these cookies up to my son about going to Salt Marsh. Uh, I want to say that I've been like, when we get there, you are going to have the most delicious, warm cookies there are in all of this world. I promise you that. I want to say that like maybe because I have incredibly good hearing I, I, I would have caught that at some point if he was hyping it up the whole journey and like 10 minutes after one of those after he said it that one of those times because quietly pass a cookie to, to little Remy just <laughs> so uh so uh but yeah the... de 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 definitely tap Remy on the shoulder a day out from salt marsh and be like peace offering and give him a cookie you have these cookies? You have them? Yes. How many? That's for me to know, and you and and you to find out if it was not. you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Well, yes, of course. I share cookies with with people who are teaching me things. Well, at least and, I'm not and... going crazy. That was my concern. Okay. And, and your son periodically, because it's fun to watch him on sugar. You've been giving them to my son. Uh-huh. So I've told him of these immaculate cookies that are awaiting us on Salt Marsh. Oh, I know. I've been hearing you. <laughs> you... You can call me a bitch. It's all right. I probably have earned it at this point. Who? Not at all. I. I. I, I don't. I don't agree at all. Actually. Uh, however. You know what? They'll be warm on Salt Marsh. They'll, That's they'll the be difference. warm, and they will be fresh because these are from when we were in Salt Marsh last, and they keep relatively well in the bag of holding. But they're not as good as they are fresh. They're still delicious. You have one in your hand. You can test that for yourself. I can still save face. This is good. Thank you. Uzo walks. If you need to save face in front of a five-year-old, my friend, you have bigger problems. Uzo walks by, thumbing sort of the parchments. And he's like, they were pretty good out of the bag as well. And I he mean, keeps, keeps reading and walks past. <laughs> to, to, to look back to a draw stay. Two boxes I have left. And two gold boxes. Little boxes. I rationed them. I'm very careful. Okay, well, you know, you got another one, perhaps? <laughs> got any more of that? <laughs> got any more of those salt marsh cookies? That's right. <laughs> I was, I Come on, baby. Him. I just look at him and like shake my head and laugh and say, you know what, for the joy of it, and reach in and pull and pull out two more of the cookies and hand them to him. Now I'm going to go learn how to tie some more knots from Clint. You know, I could teach you knots. You've been busy. 
I'm not too busy, I suppose. I mean, you've been busy making memories. I can, I, I, I can learn more from you when we're on our way, away from Waterdeep. Take your time with your kid. You should spend some time with my kid. I wind him up and, and, and send him off running. That's the job of an aunt, isn't it? I suppose. But I'd, I'd like him to get to know you in case, um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, your family. And I'm your family. You are. Therefore, he's your family. Yes, he is. I told you, I think, that I've already been making plans to check in on, well, you as you grow older and him as he becomes an adult, starts a family of his own and his children and their children and on for 600 years, I imagine. Uh, I would, I would like that. If you could, I, um, you know, I don't know if we're, if we're going to make it through this, of course. Well, but if if you do, or if you don't, the moment is now. You have time guaranteed now. You have a point. It's hard when you're thinking in terms of decades to remember that the now is the most important thing. Well, you know I feel that we, uh, fighting gods is, is not what we do. I don't know how we're going to figure this out, but. We're adventurers. Adventurers fight gods. That's especially. Every day. Ha. <laughs> Clearly. Gods and cultists and all the rest and whatever else the heroes of Waterdeep did before they faced off with Tiamat. Indeed. Either way, the now is now. And when we get to Saltmarsh tomorrow, you should, um, well, you should help me show the place off. You don't have to, of course, but um, if you wanted to spend some time, you could. Is that a bad idea? I'm sorry. It's my first time in such a situation, and it is such a situation. I had no idea. I, I, I we just spoke about this, and I didn't think it would. I would be delighted to spend time with your son. Excellent. I I appreciate that, and I think he will too. You have a lot to offer. He's a lovely child from the little interactions that we've had. He is. You know, when he's not hopped up on sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't have any little siblings, but I do have younger cousins, and it's great fun to wind them up and send them back to their parents. I suppose. I've appreciated it. Well, I'm glad. And it's settled. On salt marsh, spend some time. All right, I will do so. 
you like another cookie? Or, yes, or... thank you. As the two that she has given me are now gone. <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> you know, I've been very carefully rationing these for two ten days. And pull, and pull out another and hand it to him. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> thank you, Andraste. Some of us have self-control. Clearly <laughs> <Billy>, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll go back to Clint and go back to learning how to tie knots. Nice. I would say um, Uzo having walked past you guys uh, has leaned up against uh, what is that, the mast somewhere um, and just continues to read um, and if little Remy is permitted to be around he's kind of playing he's chasing Baga around my arm around my neck to the other side of my body around the thing and I'm just sort of reading there while they sort of play. So cute. Not even oblivious to his screams and his sugar rush. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look over every now and then and I, I see him doing this and I'm like, yes, yes, good. Get him, Remy, get him. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. So, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I don't have anything else before Salt Marsh. So if you want to take it away, DM. Yeah. So uh, you, I do that all the time with my pen. Just throw it across the table. Yeah. So you make your way through, uh, through the ocean, all the way to Salt Marsh, and you come into uh, the docks, and you see there, looking majestic, uh, seaworthy, and above the water, oh, the yeah. irregular phoenix. Has anything cosmetically look? changed? Yeah. Yes, uh, cosmetically, you can see that the uh, what do you call those things that catch the air? The sails have been, yeah, I know. You see that the sails <laughs> have completely refurbished uh, with, like, I mean, very white, very new sails. I mean, I wanted the black with the red fox, but it's fine. Um, We'll, any, we'll, we'll sort it out in water deep. Any like metal plating or anything? I know not very buoyant, but like any sort of added mechanic machinery. Uh, so because yeah, so, having fun. Um, from here you don't see any um, modifications. Um, you definitely, as you are coming in, um, the way that it is at the docks and the way that you pull in, you see that the massive hole is very uh, blended in uh, very well. Okay. You can, you know, looking close, you can see where the, you know, what, where the new planks are versus where the old ones, but it's, but it's pretty close. Um, and you pull in and you see a number of people come out to greet the ship as the gangplank gets laid down and you enter salt marsh there's a turtle there uh welcoming you <laughs> on board uh, just kind of looking over everything and, and healing anyone when, hello mm, mitch mm, mm, yeah uh <laughs> turtle that's what it is uh hello glad mitch, to be back portal, tucky, it's good to see you again tucky. yeah is the captain is. is the captain in? 
Uh, Mr. Mr. Thorne, yeah, he is. Uh, he is in his establishment. Excellent. Excellent. Do you, do, do you know if there's anything that I need to that we need to know about the Phoenix? Uh, that uh, that is a, a question for uh, uh, Mr. Thorne, but I believe that it is uh, uh, seaworthy. Lovely. Is that right? Yeah. In just almost what two ten days, almost a little over. Well, uh, to be back in the home. Dollar, it is. Uh, it's quite, quite the person. Yes, that is a very good assessment for what exactly it is. Oh. Um, Why are we going Dalit, What is it, What did Dollar do? Did these repairs? Oh, uh, he helped. Uh, yeah, uh, he was. Uh, he helped with. He made a machine to uh, to make the uh, uh, plane the wood much faster, and uh, it was a uh, uh, his, you know, ingenuity helped speed everything along. I remember he was talking about making a machine to lift the the phoenix out of the water to make it easier. Did, did that ever happen? Okay, let's not let's not uh, embrace this mechanical genius too much. We go to. We go I to Thorn. We're looking that for. That would be quite the feat. Hold on, did he? I am, I am. I am fascinated by the idea of of metal and machinery being able to do something so powerful. You know what? Let's go speak to him directly. <laughs> 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 and Warren's over there quietly flipping us off. So, uh, you so guys are yeah, Warren for sure. Yeah. So you, well, for so those you in the podcast who don't know, Warren plays Dalid <laughs> in, 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 in the Salt Marsh mini campaign. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I play Mitch McTold. And I was the, the 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 lucky DM who got to deal with them. Oh my god! Oh, Polar Master Tortle, just just he just sat there ten feet away, from <laughs> him, having him in the neck. <laughs> it was great. Did you have Sentinel as well? I don't. I don't think that I had that. That's cool. Bo, That's Bo, cool. Bo loves that particular combination that he used on Dane, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I have flashbacks whenever I think about that. Just like, oh, that hurt. It's frustrating too. It was so frustrating. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, you guys make your way uh, to the tavern that is Barton Door. This is the tavern. Um, I, I I do want to make a a, a a what is the word that I'm looking for a quick um, um, diversion. I don't know. I don't know what the right word is. I'm stopping by um, uh, Magritte's shop quickly to be like, "Hi, we're back." I, I would like to to order a fairly large amount of cookies. We're going on a very long journey, and I want to make sure that I have bribery material. Uh, so, uh, so as you head over there, um, you actually see some of the uh, crew members at this point have started unloading cargo from the ship, um, and 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 there is a good deal of cargo, food goods, uh, lots of stuff heading uh, to the, the to the beach first. There's really not a, a dock area in Salt Marsh, so it's going to hit the beach first and then go into town. If there isn't a sense of pending danger requiring initiative roles, I would say that Uzo would be, 
I would meet you there and then gather the troops, let them know about our preparations and times and stuff to speed that up. Um, you guys, hey, you know what? Tell me what happens in in the week, the four days, however long you guys are on Salt Marsh. Tell me what happens. Well, I want to go take a look at the ship, but I want to talk to uh, Captain Thorne first. Um, I want to introduce him to Winifred and to my son. And I want to be like, you see, this is the person who was waiting for me that I told you about, you know, the first day we met and then, you know, a month later and then a month later and then a month later, that's her. Uh, so you, I mean, you see, you've never seen uh, Captain Thorne tear up. And in that process of telling you that story, you know, he, he tears up and you see him, you know, he, you see him look across the tavern at David, who is behind the bar, kind of, you know, tending, tending bar for the moment. And you see that sort of, that look of, yeah, you know, that's, this is what happens to sea captains. They mm -hmm. find somebody and they settle. Mm -hmm. and, and, and he, and he tells you that uh, as well, that whole like, you know, you, you can settle down now. No more chasing. Uh, nothing. Monsters. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> My son. Uh, he man, goes. He goes off into this long, long list of like horrible sea monsters. <laughs> <laughs> In front of little Remy, whose eyes yeah. are big, I imagine. <laughs> and then, and then, like, kind of stops, stops himself. It's like, yeah, you know. And don't forget the kraken, which apparently is real. So that's oh. cool. Okay. Uh, so so, so uh, that is a very touching moment. Uh, why don't we welcome Dinner and a Game, who just raided us. Oh, hey guys, welcome. welcome to the stream. Welcome, welcome to the chaos. Raiders. Yes, thank you Shields for up. joining us. Uh, we we realize that uh, dinner in a game is fantastic stream, and if you want to catch up with us, we have all of our past episodes on YouTube and on podcasts, so you don't have to stop your enjoyment of them to also enjoy us. Mm -hmm. But we thank you for the raid. Um, we do giveaways lots of times. We don't have one for tonight. Uh, it is tied to our book of inspiration. Which rate us next uh, Tuesday. <laughs> who knows when it's going to trigger? That's the thing because there are there are but bits you can give us bits, uh, and that can affect the story. If we don't use them all, uh, they go into the book of inspiration, and, and once a certain amount is triggered, we do a giveaway. Currently, that giveaway is a Nord Games deck of your choice, which could include their trap decks or their. Fateful Encounter decks, which is the new name of the luck deck. So many cool things over at North Games. They are affiliates of us, and when you purchase things on their site using our link and our code, uh, it helps us out. So if you want amazing third-party gear, head over to nordgamesllc.com slash 3.html and use the code chaotic20 at checkout to save 20%. That's the key. <laughs> This has, this has been an ad break. Yes. <laughs> this has been an ad break. Thank you for the raid. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate you being here with Seriously. us. Seriously. 
So to catch everyone up, uh, the Foxy Irregulars have voyaged across the sea. So uh, Remy is teaching his son uh, how to how to hide, how to sneak as a as a rogue. Um, they have been hiding cookies from each other. Well, from Remy, and uh, they have just reached Salt Marsh, <laughs> where we are Break going my to. My heart, I don't give you cookies. That's fair. That's more than fair. <laughs> uh, we are using. Oh, hey everyone, we are using uh, Sirenscape tonight. Oh, that was something uh, that you forgot to mention at the top. <laughs> Oops. The our announcements are not very good, or long. <laughs> we get they're right, good. They're, right they're long. Quality is. <laughs> we used to have thirty-minute announcements. I was a huge fan of that. We used to you have know, I like to bullshit. I like to bullshit. But <laughs> not having room for that spawned off uh, movie talk, I guess. Yes. <laughs> well, and also, like every time you guys went into movie talk, it was about movies that I had no idea what you were talking about. So I'd just be sitting here like, I could be literally everywhere else for 45 minutes. Speaking of which, we do have a series about movie talk. It's Warren and Aaron's. Yeah, so we have, uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff on the YouTube channel. We have board games like uh, Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion is happening right now. Kind of Legacy Season Zero, that is getting launched very soon. Yeah. We have the Untitled Podcast, which we are going to name, rename. I think that I have the new name. Let's I hear it. Quite, I can't say it yet. I got to get through all the, uh, I got to get through all the trademarks in the copyright office first. Um, so a lot of stuff. Really, I'm, not, I'm not really doing any of that stuff. I'm a fan I just need to make sure no one else is using it. Of the um, title, Untitled Podcast. Let me just say that. Before you change it. I'm on record. What? It, what? Oh, I, I like the title, The Untitled Podcast. It's just it's, hard to search for. It, yeah, it is the one of the worst search engine optimized podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I, I actually don't think you could get much worse. Oh, I'm sure you could. So this has been a break to thank you for uh, for uh, coming along with us. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> um, getting back into Salt Marsh. Yes. I wanted to see if I could pawn... Um, that's just my colloquialism, not Remy's but pawn his uh, kid off to Andraste or who whoever wants to watch him for a little bit um, because I wanted to to explore the, the island a little with Winifred. Mm. Yeah, Andraste is conveniently not available for that. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, so Emma, however, uh, being a fellow halfling, uh, will, uh, will take little Remy down to the haunted house and yes. <laughs> tell him so the stories about tell, tell him the story about the lich behind the wall. I'm sorry, the what? The lich so, uh, behind the it, wall. So and what really kind of gets you is that it's that moment where did cuz I don't think Remy went no, Remy did not go down to the thing. Um as they're walking away, the whole like we'll see you in 3 days wave kind of thing as 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 they head south because it's like it's like half a day to get there it's only like an hour out okay okay i i don't know i was very specific about that sir okay okay 
the two the, 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 the two DMs at loggerheads over this one. Oh no, uh, it's all. Uh, I will. Uh, I will defer to the person who read the book. <laughs> Fair enough. It was. It, it was about an hour out, hour to an hour and a half, depending on how fast you're walking. The haunted house had a Dalid's workshop underneath it, right? Mm-hmm. Like up top. So I would say that that's where he is. Um, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm off with Winifred kind of showing her kind of the forest area, trying to um, kind of get out there, find a little clearing in the trees. Um, All right. So you guys, yeah, you guys head out. I, um, I wanted to bring you out here for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, of course, to spend time with you. I know it's it's difficult. We haven't had a the most alone time on the ship, but um, I actually wanted to have the opportunity to see if you'd be willing how well you use that blade. As I draw Kumara from my scabbard and step back on guard. Hmm. Is this what Remy considers foreplay? Probably. <laughs> well, I was not I was not thinking that that's where this was going, but uh, very well. It's all part of the foreplay. There you go. All right. I mean, that uh, whole scene that, that whole scene in Princess Bride was one long foreplay. <laughs> Didn't realize that I was going to have to bring up the uh, the map. <laughs> um, oh, no. Did you get rid of that map? I did. I figured. Oh, well, we'll just have to use this map. I did, however, make a map for last week if you were going to follow those tracks into the bushes. I did not. We, we, we had other things on our mind, and Andras is getting to the point where it's like, I'm not sticking my nose into things unless I know what's going on. Yeah, it was the side quest. Yep, and we ignored it. I was muted. Um, I was waiting for you to <laughs> entice us with something else. Like, is there some shiny thing over there? Is there, like, magic I've never seen? No, we're, then we're going to Cattle Keep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, let me see. What is... What is... Baldur's Gate. Lots of other stuff. Lots if you want, we can do stuff. other people's stuff and come back to it. Uh, let's, let's, let's take, yeah, let's, let's, let's do that real quick. Uh, Uzo, tell me about what you're doing. Um, so Uzo and rallying the troops, just kind of getting them prepared for the longer journey with one more stop to what he's sharing with them as water deep, then to go on finally to our, you know, where we're going to need to be hardy, um, but prepare for everything in the interim He's also asking seasoned sailor, sailors, uh, seasoned sailors, um, and Clint and people of the town of Saltmarsh of um, the shimmering, but also 
like the location of the shimmering map wise and stuff like that, but also this uh, vague island that seems to be alluded to in one of his writings that isn't really showing up on any map. So he's sort of tracking that down discreetly and um, just general around the town stuff and watches little Remy go in the direction of the haunted house. And he basically says there, there is a blue man in there. Um, don't touch anything inside. Don't drink anything he gives you. Don't, you know, he's like, say no to strangers and he is a stranger. Okay. You know, that sort of thing. And spends his time basically on the ship, preparing the quarters um, and transcribing uh, spells because Andraste gave him the ink to do it. Did you happen to find any spells at the library, by the way? We didn't, we didn't go into the library, so... Uh, there, there was, was something that I was given. That sold spell scrolls. There was a shop that sold spell scrolls there. And, and, and I specifically told you about it if you were in. Yeah, I didn't remember. Um, but there were other things that you gave me before that I didn't write down. Um, I, I, I also gave you three charges worth of uh, the fine familiar yep. components. 30 gold GP worth of uh, incense. So you so you have some some ritual spell scrolls, right? Yes. Uh, and it's an hour per level plus 50 gold worth of ink and paper to transcribe them into your book of shadows. And you're muted. No, he wasn't. He was just thinking. I was just thinking, yeah. <laughs> because I remember, I did not write it down, but I remember getting some materials to transcribe, just not having the time to. No. Uh, you didn't write it down. All right. <laughs> chat, this is where you... No, I don't expect anybody so, else uh, to know. Um, so, I mean, we good. can... Any, any amount of ink and paper you need to do this, you could have purchased in candle key yeah. before you left. That makes sense. Um, you absolutely would have done that. Do you remember giving me that printout? I do, yeah. Uh, this is, these are the things that I have that I have not transcribed and the yeah, that circles. Was the, that was the books that, that, that you got from What's-His-Face. That's broad i know yeah. uh, oh that guy yeah that guy. the harper the harper guy when when you when you were doing a, a scan in his house oh that was when we got bunny huh pretty close to i think yeah, yeah. okay yeah because there, there was a time i think it was in Waterdeep where where we were in a harper house and you were scanning around and you found the the spell books okay i, I think yeah. i'm thinking of something different but yeah um Potentially, I don't remember, but I have it, and I haven't transcribed them. So, so, so right now, how much money did you want to spend on ink and paper? I have two hundred and seventy-five. I will spend two hundred. Okay. So, four which is basically four levels of spells. Okay. So either four first level spells to second level, one third and a first. And I or will. Okay. I will just... actually write this down. Yes. I will let you know which four of those are or which okay. two or what that breakdown is. Perfect. Um, 
Andraste, what what are you? Yes, you just tell me what you're doing. How long are we in Salt Marsh before we leave? I guess is the real question. I think in totality, it will probably be about five days. Okay. So I will spend the first day or so getting my cabin back in order. I imagine everything's thrown to hell and back. So I'll spend the first day getting that in order, hauling in the herbs that I got at Candlekeep because I got the herbs necessary for the potion of continuous heal. Um, so I'll be, I'm not gonna start that yet, but I am going to get everything set up and ready to go. I also believe that I, I had started um, brewing great great and greater healing potion and i wasn't able to decant all of them i was able to decant two and i had two more in the little keg that i use for um brewing so i would spend i would spend the first day or so working on getting things in order decanting the two greater healing potions um and putting it in an order for like 140 something cookies 12 gross of cookies um so so one of the first things you notice is when you do go into your quarters because you had actually thrown things around yes or was that in the that was a while back and i and i'd cleaned up after that but okay, okay. but then after that you know we got hit by cannon and we and, and everything was trying to sink so so she, she you, failed so... to mention the fireball <laughs> <laughs> You, uh, so I you blew go up another your... ship with fireball, and it was awesome. <laughs> there was just a lot of consequences for it. I agree completely. You know how much XP she got, you guys, killing all of those uh, elephant men? No, rhino men. We're uh, on milestone, I thought. <laughs> yes, yeah, you are. are. It was no XP, zero XP. <laughs> um, anyway, so, uh, so you actually go into your cabin, and you find that it is put together. It, it's not trashed. It is not... Um, messed up at all. Your uh, your your herbalism desk and area is set up, but there is no uh, keg of greater healing potions. Uh, ah. It is it is at a reset stage. Okay. From being trashed and blown up, basically. Fair enough. So I would I would haul all of my stuff in there. Um, I would talk to Magret about uh, the the cookies and also um, depending on how much it would be to, to to get the materials to get to make some greater healing potions because making a batch of the potion of continuous heal cost me a thousand gold. So I'm not sure how I I, I want to have as many healing potions as I can get my mitts on. Um. Okay, I will have to. I will have to research we'll talk about that. it. Um, but but yeah, you, so yeah, so you start. So you, is that you're going to start that process? Yeah, and I, I will also, if she'll point me in the right direction, um, rain, range out into the forest to collect my own stuff because we have several days, and I have a good survival skill, and I know what I'm looking for as far as herbalism stuff. So I would start to collect. Uh, the herbs so I can hang them and dry them in my cabin. We've got a month and a half. I've got time to dry them and start making potions. So uh, so on that, give me a survival check. And okay. this will determine how much you have purchased purchase versus how much you have uh, found. That 20, sir. All right. Yes. So um, <laughs> I would give you a card. I don't think it's necessary. Um, so you guys, well, actually, maybe it is. 
you, um, I could pull one. Anyway, uh, I'm distracted. Uh, so you do, you spend a whole day um, out grabbing all of the, the herbs and, and things. Um, you can go alone or you can be joined by somebody if you want to be. Andrasa um, is, is very much wanting to be by herself at the moment. Yeah. So, however- uh, You go out into the forest? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I would have noted which way uh, Remy and Winifred went and go and like aim as far opposite as I can physically get. <laughs> Uh, which is fortuitous because uh, there are no herbs where Remy is. Cool. <laughs> but, Only in this sick plant stick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you get all of the things built together uh, for you to make four potions of greater healing. Yes. In your search. Wonderful. It does take you, you know, that whole day and it will take you your entire trip to water deep to make them That's but okay or four of those not all right uh this is the map we are going to use because i realized that i had actually built the other map from all of the lore smith individual components and it wasn't just like one image i could drag in so remy roll initiative mm. <laughs> i hope I wanna, it's I just say against I... her Oh, go on. No, I was going to say, I hope it's just against her. <laughs> I um, I want to say that as soon as I draw my sword, <laughs> um, Winthorpe shows up as well into existence uh, when, when I draw that sword. <laughs> Playing dirty. All right. No, 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 just being <laughs> safe. Uh, <laughs> uh, I should point out uh, the DM has two inspiration, and you guys currently have four inspiration if you would like to trounce your girlfriend. Four plus the four that we started with. We <laughs> have eight. Eight inspiration. Inspiration well spent. I pre approve all inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a 23. Uh, throw in some battle sounds here. Maybe I'll turn that down a bit. Sure, you don't want to add you a guys, six to that. Do you guys hear any battle sounds? No, but I heard the birds. That was really Time. cool. Surprised you don't hear the battle sounds. No, I didn't. Okay. I hear that. Okay. Oh yeah, you do run into butt goblins. All right, so like we do. Just that—that's what I get. So just like a teleprompter, I read whatever is put in front of me. I look down at the chat and I just read whatever I see. <laughs> Tamago Tora, butt goblins. Okay. If you're still here from from the raid, butt goblins are a thing. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> we have mugs with the butt goblin like logo on it that Andrea made. Andrea is launching a Kickstarter. On the 15th, Birds of Paradise, they are amazing. Exclamation point birds, that's not one of them. That is one of them. And I get to see her in a couple days. I'm very happy. Right. So um, I want to ready my sword, ready an action. Um, if she attacks me, I want to um, counterattack. I want to attack first. You, oh, you don't want to... So you're going to ready an action. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sitting here ready. And if she comes in and attacks, I want to try and get in there first. 
Okay. Um, she walks around you and screams, and it's a bit loud, I suppose, for Bella. That is, that is. I was like, that didn't sound like my Winifred. <laughs> it doesn't have half halfling lovers fight at night in the daytime. <laughs> That's the problem with Sirenscape, I'm saying. Yeah. I don't have very specific use cases. Card game in the in the middle of a ship. Come on. All right. So why do now I hear it? Okay. You took your hair cut your phones out? I can hear it. I hear, I it. hear it. But why? Why could I not hear it this whole time until suddenly just now? I, I enjoy right. this frustration just watching you troubleshoot your your setup yeah. is so it's reassuring to me. To me. <laughs> <laughs> um she circles you and just sizes you up, sort of for the first time, really judging you as a threat. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that sort of, um, that look in her eye as she looks over you, you know, your posture as you sort of dance around together and Kumara, the a blade that is unique and a blade that is um, obvious, powerful magic. And then she comes in for an is, attack. Is Kamara saying anything to him? Uh, Kamara is probably saying dirty, dirty <laughs> thing. <laughs> Just in my head, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. So she does comes in, hit. does not hit. Yeah. So I, um, as she, because she attacked, I get to do yep. my one, my one attack. So I will, I will roll that. If I can find it here. Uh, actions. There it is. Uh, yeah, there we go. How's a 19? Yeah, 19 is going to hit. Okay. I want it not to be, um, the sharp end of the blade at all. I want her attack to kind of come in. And as her attack is coming in, my sword kind of <laughs> comes down on the arm that she's about to thrust. And it's the flat part of the blade knocking her thrust off and missing me. And I go, gotcha. uh, uh, uh. she takes a step through. Oh, wait. Yes. Uh, so she kind of falls falls over a tiny bit, rolls into it, jumps into it, rolls up and comes back up and switches hands. Well, that's quite impressive. Very impressive footwork. Well, not as impressive. I obviously did not connect. Well, there is yet still time as I come in for my attack then. Um, and I come in and I try and, and fake right and then swing left uh, right. to see if she can see the the hit coming. This is the problem with leather armor. I hit. 
Yeah. Okay. And just as I'm, just as I, I fake right, I imagine she goes up to, to Perry or Block, and then I bring it around and stop it right there next to her. Um, just in case I don't stop it, of course, I'm using the flat part of the blade and not the uh, so edged. So uh, for both of those attacks, roll damage. Oh, this okay. is, I mean, well, it's non-lethal. You know, I mean, the hit points are a measure of your energy expended, your bruising. It's not like you're being cut open and blood is splurting everywhere. Your girlfriend's going to return bruised. Is that, is, that, is that the message we're putting out to this crew? Just kidding. Maybe. Uh, um, you, so my using... sneak attack damage comes through, right? <laughs> but I'm not using Booming Blade. Okay. So what is the total damage? Uh, that is... For the two hits? 50. Okay. She's, like, those two hits, like, she's... <sighs> breathing heavy. However, you... You were in close after, you know, not, you know, just tapping her on the head just a little bit. She comes back up for an attack with a 19. It does not hit, but almost. She will spend an inspiration <laughs> to add a D6. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Four. It hits. All right, so and she's like, so you're up here at ahead, and she kind of swings down low, hitting you across. Let's hmm. um, roll uh, damage. I have to do this right. Rapier is one d eight. Is she a swashbuckler? No. Okay. Dang, I was about to roll sneak attack damage. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so six points of damage. She's and like she obviously is like I can't believe it. I I I. There's usually other others around, and mm-hmm. I'm better than that. Yeah. No, no, I completely uh, believe you. Uh, uh, and she's like, she just like sheathes her rapier too. Like I, I can't take another hit. I sheath mine and say, well, you did always have a way of disarming me anyway. <laughs> she throws up. she she has two hit points left (laughs) she's like yeah fuck you (laughs) well maybe in a bit but uh i i just i i had to to see what you can do with that blade and uh you actually got me it's not it's not often that uh, one can land a hit against me like like i said i usually have help yes and i do you know it's it's easier to find the weak spot if they're distracted trust me i know that 
Yeah, you, yeah, 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 you found, yeah, you found the weak spot. (laughs) Well, I um, hope it didn't ruin our day. I actually found you to be quite impressive with that blade. And I'm... You get a knee to the junk. Just as you are, as you are saying that, she just is like, you're totally distracted and... (laughs) Knee to the nuts. <laughs> What's the damage? Uh, Instant max damage. <laughs> it's it's uh, well, it's a, it's it's a sneak enough. attack. Oh, that's right. <laughs> also, your favorite target. Well, too, it's, it's it's unarmed, so I guess it's not sneak attack because that requires a finesse or a light weapon, right? Uh, I'm gonna give her sneak attack. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so it's so it's it's uh, three plus ten, so thirteen points of damage to your junk. She's like, "God, ow!" And I take that. And... I see you fight dirty. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I um. I'm a rogue. I fight dirty, just like you. And she 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 leans in to try and kiss you at that point. Um, you're just like, oh. I'm I'm sitting there, kind of writhing and trying to to kiss back, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, 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 okay, okay. And then I kind of get her off of me and go, oh, no, don't don't touch me, don't just wait, just wait. And I sit there trying to to fix that for about five minutes. Yeah. And you guys find a log to sit down on and just kind of hang out in the... Uh... So uh, so what you got is she is obviously not as powerful as you. Hmm. However, um, much more uh, capable. I mean, if you had to put a, you know, a range of one to ten on it, it would be a five. Okay. So, so, nice. so, so definitely... I mean, as capable as you were like two weeks ago. <laughs> In game, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay. And then I want to kind of spend the rest of the time kind of once I've regained the ability to walk, um, <laughs> want to spend some time going, going through, walking through and kind of joking a little bit and, and poking her a little bit on on you know, where, where I got her. And then yeah. I imagine all she has to do is threaten me again. And I'll be yeah. like, no, 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 it's, it's fine. <laughs> Going back and forth. Just, yeah. just, just crumple up a little into yourself every time she threatens <laughs> you with a knee. Turtle up a little bit, as I think they call it. Uh, <laughs> uh, do they? I don't. Anyway, uh, you... <laughs> it's fine. I'm sorry, this is me. I apologize. So, uh, uh, any, so yeah. So, anything else you want to have happen to have have happen happens. Uh, okay. And you, um, so any, go to the ship. Also, take a look at that. Take a tour. All right. So yeah, you headed the ship. You head to the ship. Um, you see that the crew is is definitely there. At this point. You know, starting to load um, provisions onto the ship, um, but it is mostly 
it's like intact it's 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 almost like nothing happened i mean the ship is in very good condition um you see ruckus like uh coming up from uh, uh sorry hold on this is ruckus who It's like, I'll be back for the second half. It's like, no, no, you won't. So uh, what I didn't, what we didn't do is, is tell everyone that that, that Aaron is not here. um, (laughs) How do you figure that out? What? We're missing somebody? I would imagine the lack of Aaron's voice was was clue enough. (laughs) He was uh, working today, so could not join us. Uh, So uh, yeah, but Ruck is uh, from like, from down in the canopy, you hear, are you kidding me? Uh, and you head down there and you see new cannon. Uh, and the first thing that you notice, A, is that they have backs that are open. Mm-hmm. These, uh, and, 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 Bunny is there and he's kind of for the first time not at all depressed like he's he's like hey guys uh these uh you should see these these are amazing uh as he like shows you it's like it is the cannonball and like so he's showing you breech loading cannon Mm -hmm. you know where where your the rate of fire is much faster um and, and it's like, these are a dollar uh, design these, and these are amazing. Uh, I, we could be like rich. You know, he's, he's like, if we took this design, we could sell this and we could make a lot of money. Um, oh, I thought you meant piracy. Yes, that's a much better idea. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, so he, so, so, so Ruckus is just like, learning how to you know breach lug cannons and do cannon stuff and at the same time he's like lifting up cannonballs putting them in and lifting them and handing them to this this guy is Um, he still in his his unitard (laughs) or whatever it is leotard he didn't Uh, i don't know i don't know if he put it on but he was given it that's for sure um oh yeah last session uh he was given the leotard of leadership so excellent yeah uh but so brandon is on your ship uh and you see him as well he's you know big guy legs skinnier legs he's ruckus's workout Mm -hmm. buddy i want to see if the octopus tank is intact so you head to the octopus tank uh, I mean, it is a new octopus tank. It mm-hmm. is. It is not the old one. You can definitely see there's a lot more metal around it than there was before. Um, and uh, give me a perception check. Doesn't like any of that. Okay, there we go. Thirteen. Uh, yeah. Uh, you see, there's a button on the wall next to it. 
What on no, earth is that? There before. Uh, what on Faerun is that? <laughs> I would like Uzo to have been at least close since that's where his room is, but not. Yeah, yeah. I'll call oh, him yeah. out. I'll call yeah. him out. Uzo? Ah, uh, uh, one second. And you hear shuffles, and then um, he comes out. Welcome back. Let's... Do you know what? Have you seen the the tank? The tank looks nice. It's uh, it's a sturdy improvement, for sure. Can I reach the button from where I'm at? <laughs> well, okay. Give me a d20 roll, because because <laughs> I do want to know this. I, what what are you trying to do? Oh, not twenty. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, they thought of it. Art. So, yeah. uh, it is okay. uh, it's it's within reach. And he made the ship uh, accessible. This gave him the pro- yeah. He did. Um, I, I point to it and I go, "Did you notice this button?" Oh, I did not see it down there. No. What do you reckon it does? Um, Uzo tries to trace if there's anything to sort of trace the button line or piping or something. Any conduit on board? Um, looks for the copper. Is that would that be a perception check or do I did I no I wouldn't have clicked it before I don't know okay yeah I mean uh, g- give me a perception check yeah Uzo all right I don't want to be the only one to not roll a twenty <laughs> today no oh, no yeah you you can't see I mean it's 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 a button that depresses into the wall a little bit and that's it. I doubt it is harmful because someone would have notified us. I mean, should we press it? I I don't. What if it empties the tank? Uh, you know what? You have a decanter that can fill it up again. I meant empty it into the ground floor of the ship. Who would make that button? Have you met the blue one? There is some logic that we're not seeing that he follows. You know Um, what? This is ridiculous. And Uzo hits the button with his fist. All right. So you, you hit the button and nothing appears to happen. For, For a minute. And then, and then you just kind of you you see a little bit of steam coming off of the top of the hot tub. It's a hot tub. Yeah, it's a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> um, Uzo, I'm gonna need some privacy. <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> This was supposed to be for the octopus, not... <sighs> Fine, whatever. At least it's not glass. It's not glass, right? Uh, there's <laughs> glass, yeah. There's more metal, but there's still glass. <laughs> you hear Remy land into the tub. And yeah, so it is a, it is a nice, warm... Uh, and... And you're sitting in it, and then 
the jet start. As <laughs> Uzo, was this? What is going on? My Uzo sticks his head underwater and looks around. Um, looks past Remy. I guess his eyes are open underwater, and he. He's looking for Bryn that he's assuming is not in the tank. Yeah, uh, Bryn is not <laughs> in the tank. No. And Uzo kind of pulls his head back out and enjoy um, the view. Ignores you and goes to look for where <laughs> yeah. Bryn actually was. So, uh, yeah, so uh, I will say that, uh, in fact, I will say, Uzo, that there is a separate small tank in your quarters. Ah, uh, okay. That was like, it was, it's behind the door. So, you know, you didn't see it. Oh, there you are. Okay. And he looks at Remy and he shakes his head disapprovingly and then he goes back to his room. I have a little water in my mouth, kind of spit it out at him. (laughs) I'll be here if you need me. And I break that thing in. (laughs) I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a new tub. Remy's got a swim pool. I there, really don't on. want to know what that means. <laughs> I'm going to break in this new swimming pool, everybody. Oh. That's not what the jets are for. Get away from that thing. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, anyone else doing anything over the next four days before you get uh, out of out of here? Uh, yeah, at, at some point, I definitely want uh, to spend a little time with uh, little little Remy and Andraste and um, just hang out with them and, and make sure that that Remy kind of spends time with her. You, if, if you sort of, Uzo's been isolated, but still kind of about as the first mate, but you notice that he's not as... Um, not his cheerful self, if that, uh, if he ever was, but he's definitely uh, more driven and just kind of like concerned looks. Okay. But nothing that's like we need an intervention. Yeah, and I mean, and and, and Andrade is more than happy to spend time with with a kid. Teaches him a few words in Elvish. I like that. I um, try and and take the time to kind of explain to little Remy what uh, what a cleric does uh, in in my own way, which is dreadfully insufficient. Um, Sharon Droste kind of takes over, but basically, I'm like, well, what she does is she believes in in this god Lyra, and Lyra has granted her power. Uh, on this plane, uh, the power of joy, I believe. Isn't that what comes out of out of your hands, joy? Lyra is is the goddess of joy, and she has she has given me power, and sometimes it manifests in very interesting ways. Let's put it that way. I imagine if he looks over at me, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> just give him the most deadpan look. Yeah mime a fireball explosion help me (laughs) well and um if 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 i'm pressed by by a little remy to show some something cool i'll be like all right i'm I'm going to do something try not try not to move around too much all right 
Promise? Remy, that's that's for you too. Are you speaking to me? Yes, Slade, if you prefer. Here's the thing. Um, Slade Remington to everyone else. As if I could convince you lot to call me anything besides whatever you want me or you want to call me. So... Uh, Remy, someone's name is, is the most important thing about, is, is one of the most important things about them. No, if I agree. If there is something that you want to be called, tell me and I will call you it. Um, uh, what, is, what is your name? I am Captain Slade Remington and I am Remy to my friends. All right then. Remy, little one, hold still. <laughs> Brace yourself, boy. It'll be fine. <laughs> and I put and my I'll, hands on his shoulders. And I'll and I'll cast fairy fire on them and 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 send and send the, the, the dancing. It looks like Aurora Borealis basically surrounding them and dancing around them in pillars. What's the color? It's all colors. So Aurora Borealis, it tends to be a green base with like blues and purples intertwining with little flashes of white. And it is gorgeous. Whoa! I am a, I am a cleric of light and I my my job is to bring light into dark places. See that? She's pretty cool. <laughs> Your old sure. man's got some cool friends. Show off somewhere you hear Uzo whisper, murmur. Go away. Oh. I never use fairy fire. <laughs> Cuz the major image like multimedia experience puppet show wasn't showing off <laughs> but yeah I'll, I'll 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 explain you know the the job of a cleric to be the the representative repre representation of of the of the the goddess in the material plane and uh advance their their wishes and right now uh that means traveling and bringing light into the into the dark places where uh, your father is leading us I mean, I lead them to good places too, not just dark places. I'm... <laughs> Fun places. And you know, um, she, uh, she is actually quite powerful, young Remy. She has even spoken directly to her god, goddess. To be, to, to be perfectly fair, you've also spoken to my goddess since she showed up after we dealt with the lich. Well. I kind of like tagged along for that. That was mostly you. But anyhow, she's very cool. And she's going to live to be like a thousand years old. Wow. Not quite, not, not quite a thousand, but I'm sure to shorter lived races, it seems that way. Wow, I thought like 40 was old. 40 is still young. Easy there. Easy there, young one. Little, little, little man, young friend. I am 126, and I am still very young, as my people count time. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've been alive Whoa. almost three times as long as your father. That's right. Huh. She's very wise, this one. Yeah. All right. In a manner of speaking. Well, and 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 I'll and I'll turn and 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 like pick up a um, 
a quartz rock and teach him the 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 word in elvish for for that diverting away from any yeah. discussion of wisdom or lack thereof and i'll say um should we go see how the cookies are made Margaret, yeah. I think Margaret, I think will be working on uh, my my order because I would have ordered like literally a gross of cookies. Yeah. So yeah, so so you yes, yeah, so you guys you guys head off, or he runs off in front of you, uh, and then you have to follow him, catch up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Uzo, on as you are, I mean, you're you're transcribing spells. You are you are looking at the map that you have and, and looking over the information that you got. Um, and you, obviously you realize that there is a location of the shimmering on your map, but there you have no map of, uh, of the other world. Uh, of, yeah, you know the the world you know, uh, you read about as Antarian, uh, and as you are looking over the map, as you are in, deep in like concentration about this, suddenly your everything goes dark, and you are standing once again in a chamber. And in front of you is a is a massive snake. I thought we were done with disguises. It is unfortunately still a necessity or a problem, if you will. What problem requires the disguise? The deal that I made with the other gods. Which was? Which was that I would be imprisoned and I would make that sacrifice to save the world from my sister. So why have you summoned me now? Because you are closer than anyone else has ever been. We, you, I intend to fulfill my end of the bargain. I hope to free you. What happens after that, I hope you can help us sort out. Yes. I have plans. Strange bedfellows, these plans. I made a deal with Asmodeus. When did you make this deal? Just before your friend fell the first time. And you are concerned about Asmodeus or another 
person involved with the deal? I think the deal is safe or well, I think the deal is binding because the contract says so. And then there's one thing the devils will follow is the contract. I've we've taken time out of our journey to discover more about you. I've read about you and have met a few of your followers. No one personally, as you know. But making deals with devils does not seem to be something that I envisioned you doing. You thought that I would help you destroy the world. And now you're concerned with deals with devils? I'm concerned about being deceived twice. Because if you can't trust a disguised, imprisoned god, who can you trust? I'm trying to, to decide whether or not I should prepare to confront you as well as what we meet in the hells. Because as soon as you're free, I will know almost instantly if I've been taken for a ride or if you are a god of your word. You know, in spite of all you've seen, that I am a man of mine. That is fine. I understand your skepticism. And what else you may have seen is me gathering reading materials about Dendar. Don't worry. I'm not soliciting his help in addition to yours. I just think it is wise to know and also connect the dots on why you chose such a form and what maybe about that appealed to me. I did not choose this form. It was available at the time. And the other gods maybe thought it funny. Were the other gods responsible for killing its original occupant? No. Not that I know of. That was ages before this happened. No, go ahead. It is uh, serendipitous that I speak to you now. Um, I have someone else that I would want to ask you to bless. She is a follower of, of yours. You have given her access to me and in turn made, turned me into what I am, I am today. I ask you to dismiss my skepticism 
by blessing and protecting her. I know I've asked this of my friends, but I want to include one more person. It is the least I can do to give back to someone who's helped me become so much. Medusa is powerful. She is strong. She is waiting for you. She has a means for you to travel very quickly. Once you reach Port Doria, it will not be long before we meet. And I can prove to you then that I am a, of my word. What then comes of your son once you are free? I would very much like to see him again. He has helped me a lot. I consider him a friend. I would not want to jeopardize his safety either. So if he is playing a larger part of this, I would like to know now. Once you free me, you will also free him. That is an added incentive. Is anything in this book that I've acquired from Candlekeep that has been written about you lies? Is this information accurate to pass on to my comrades? Um, he's not all powerful. Uh, I do not know what was written about me. Inside Candle Keep, we sorry. <laughs> um, inside Candle Keep, we acquired several things to aid us in the journey to get to the Shimmering, which. I believe you are on the other side of. In it, it talks of your cult, your followers, and also the cult of Tiamat. It talks about you roaming the world, as I once did, an urchin. It, it tells stories about doing good deeds, but also dispensing justice. I started I started to understand what you saw in me. So I wanted to understand what the attraction was to the deal when I thought it was Denda. But now I know it was just coincidence. But the tales of the world-ending snakes still fascinate me. Vengeance and justice are often a thin line 
My friends have taught me to walk that line very carefully. And I hope I can continue it as we search for you. But I will do what is necessary to protect my friends. Yes. Uh, uh, very well. I, since this is, I don't have much longer. Thank you. And I will see you on the other side. Is this, and he kind of, I don't know if it's fading or not, and is, is, is this the last time we are going to commune before we meet? Uh, and you see him attempt to answer, and then you pop out of it. So that, that, that sense of it's always been shorter, and you always thought it was you know, he could always come and go as needed. But this time it was longer and now you kind of got the feeling that it was limited. He couldn't, he couldn't yeah. hold on. Yeah. So. Got it. Um, Uzo kind of sits back up, um, looks around at the staring animals um, and goes upstairs to the deck to find the others. Um, whoever's the first he comes across, he says, um, I think we mustn't dwell in the city, uh, in Saltmart for much longer. We must be on our way. And looks around. Who Who's on the deck? Um... I think Andrasi would just would, would would just be coming out of her quarters of, of, at that point after stowing stuff in there. I'm enjoying the tank. <laughs> I walk past you and I mean to like interrupt you and I just kind of walk past to the deck to see if Ruckus and Andraste are up there and then walk up to Andraste and I um I, I'm going to need your help rousing the captain, but I think time is of an issue. We must not dwell in Salt Marsh much longer. Have you had a vision, uh, an augury of some sort? Uh, yes, I was reading the parchments and I was teleported to stand in front of Bahamut. Um, this time he was extremely weakened, in, not in his stature, but in the, the, the commune between us. Um, he couldn't hold on to the conversation and I was led to believe that time is of the essence. He, he apparently is growing weaker. Well, we have a long voyage in, in front of us, I think. All right. I'm going to regret asking this. Where is Remy? He is downstairs in the octopus tank, which now also is become a kettle of some kind. Um, because it dispenses warm water and he is swimming in it naked. Someone figured out how to make an artificial hot spring. That's impressive. Yes, but um, we might need to have it cleaned thoroughly after this. I'm not arguing with you on that point at all. Um, 
Let's yeah. leave Ruckus be and go for, rouse the captain. R- R- Ruckus, I think, is leaving another one of his classes. <laughs> let's 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 go have a chat with uh, with Remy. Walks back downstairs to right in front of the hot tub. I'm just like, is it safe? <laughs> The bar of metal, strategically placed. <laughs> right, there. right there. Hello, Remy. You oh, hello. Like you're having a delightful time. This is absolutely wonderful. You are starting to prune. It's time to get out of the water. Nope. Give give me about five minutes to him to, to walk away before he gets out, please. Well, while you are still here and Droste is covering her eyes, we must leave soon and make the necessary arrangements to depart within a day. Do you I, want to leave? I mean, how long have we been on Salt Marsh so far? Uh, three days. Okay. Um, I want to conveniently leave when the cookies are done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the time. <laughs> I don't know what uh, Bahamut's timeline is, but like I feel like... Okay. That, <laughs> and then I will say, I mean, Uzo, we do have very important business yet to finish here. What uh, else is there to do? We're waiting for the cookies. We're nearly done. I talked to Margaret uh, not even an hour ago. They're almost ready. We cannot go to Derelin or, or wherever we're going uh, w- without a good, you know, batch of cookies to keep our spirits up. Uzo, again, with a deep breath and basically has the same expression that I'm wearing. <laughs> he's, he's, he's had a vision, and when the gods choose to speak in visions, it's time to move. Cookies or no cookies. I mean, there's a lot that I'll put up with from the gods because, you know, they're gods as I'm starting to climb out. <laughs> it's like, ass cheeks. Nope. <laughs> totally see his ass cheeks as he's climbing out. I'm um, dressed, he turns around and just like, nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> but depriving one of their cookies is just the line that I will not cross. Can't it wait a, a little longer? Uh, the In the communication, I got the impression that Bahamut could not hold me in the commune very, very long or very stably. I fear that they are growing weaker. I see. Uh, well, I suppose I should dry off, get decent, um, check yes, on the cookies, and uh, we'll go from there. I'll, I'll, I'll go talk to Margaret and see what, what can be done. And she doesn't even wait for an answer, just goes. You should ask Kumara if they've noticed anything odd about their connection. That's a good suggestion. Pull Kumara out. Um, Uzo, would you like? Sure. Oh, yes. And he takes, grabs it. And I'll just uh, ask uh, Kumara, is everything okay with uh, you-know-who, you know? Big dragon in the in the prison? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Okay. Um, Nothing seems maybe antsy. Antsy. That is a very good 
sense of what I might have felt antsy, yes. Is it like anxiety-ridden kind of antsy or like chomping at the bit kind of antsy? Like things are moving, things are progressing. Please let us know if you notice anything different. Remy, I don't know if that is sufficient evidence for you, but I, I think you should check the cookies and we should take our leave. Um, I hope you've had the conversation with your lady about Waterdeep and... I think we talked last episode that I was there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yes, we, we have. They'll be staying in Waterdeep while we venture forth. Okay. I don't know how long of an extended farewell we should have once we are in Waterdeep, but I well, think we should check the establishment and make it quick. Make, make it hasty. As hasty as we can. Uh, Uzo, I, I know that you're anxious to get there. I know that you're anxious to do it, but... Um... Just give me a little time, if you can. I... I don't know if um, we're going to... I... I just need more time with them. Please. I promise I we'll get there. I understand, Remy. And I, I trust you to use your best judgment for to find an appropriate level of time. I won't rush you. I appreciate in that regard. That. I promise you, we will go. We will make haste. But, um, Every every day is a day I didn't have before and a day that I may not see again. Let me know if there are tasks in the city around the ship that I can lend a hand with to free you up for those moments. We can... Um... Thank you. We can we can discuss it on the on, on the journey and, and plan uh, the provisions and what we what we want to get and of course we have to make sure the crew is ready for that long voyage from whence we may not return. So I will prepare them as best I can individually and take the temperature of any sailor may not be up for the voyage and make similar preparations with the time we have in Waterdeep. Um, but I think our crew is steady. Uh, but I will leave out that last bit. <laughs> I think it is implied well enough. Yes. Very well. Thank you, Uzo. Please. He bends and puts some clothes on and let's go above the deck. 
Fine. I must. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll kind of put some just kind of shirt, loose hanging shirt, um, and and my trousers on and boots in hand type of thing, head over to my quarters. So um, in the you I'm I'm assuming over this time you have actually shown uh, Winnie and Remy the, the Phoenix. Yeah. Gone through everything and they're staying in your captain's quarters there. Yeah. Um so you have two more days, things go well, it's relaxing, you spend time together. Anything else you want to do before you head off? Um cookies are delivered. Cookies are delivered, fantastic. I would also check in with with Margaret while I'm there to see if she has any any bones or rune stones or anything that could be used for the spell augury. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Then I will purchase those from her because I'm I'm getting a sense that I'm going to want to know what's coming. All right. So um, uh, 20, a... 25 gold pieces worth of stuff okay i'm muted yeah sorry no i'm just saying that uh you've done your spells everything so two days later uh the ship is brought out uh all of salt marsh comes out uh to sort of see you off um it is your regular crew um you see jensen um and his um new leg and his magical leg uh uh, welcome, tap that, Azamar, uh, for joining <laughs> us. Um, well, we do. Yes. Uh, love name. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to know what you were streaming, uh, but uh, tap that, Azamar, is part of Legends of Avantris, which is a fantastic show. Oh, cool. Um, and their uh, Stradiana campaign, their Curse of Stradiana uh, campaign nice. is worth checking out. Absolutely, for sure. So thank you for the raid. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be playing Baldur's Gate 3 online. That's, yeah. And I think there's going to, have, I'm going to have a special guest on the audio as soon as I figure out how to make it work. Ooh. Uh, it's a multiplayer game, uh, as long as you're not on Stadia. <laughs> um, yet, yet. Oh, that was yet. a stab. <laughs> yet. Um, in fact, if anybody wants to join us tomorrow night for Baldur's Gate 3, if you have early access copy, on PC, um, on Steam, whisper me, DM me on the Discord, or anywhere you can find me, Twitter, Discord, um, and I can, uh, you can add me as a friend and we can play together tomorrow night on the screen. That's so. awesome. Thank you for the raid. Um, okay, so we, we're actually uh, going to, we're going to fast forward this journey again. Um, oh, I was, I was talking about Jensen. Jensen and his uh, magical bionic leg. Uh, he is uh, he is better than ever. Um, he still has awful accents that change <laughs> in the course of every sentence he says. And do do do. Um, you have one new uh, face that you didn't have before. Uh, Brandon has decided to join you guys on this journey. Epic romance. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have 
you have your old favorites uh, minus one person. You you notice uh, as you are sort of doing a going about the ship. It, it doesn't it doesn't hit you until you're about to take off. But you do not see Gordon Biersch anywhere. What he is um, uh, and and as as you sort of think of that, go like uh, where where is Gordon? Uh, um, Clint comes up with uh, unfortunate news. Uh, Gordon Biersch was eaten by lizard men. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. It's uh, it was it was it was tragic. So he uh, he was investigating a cove uh, underneath the the house, and there happened to be a lizard man in there who came up. Actually, I think it was uh, James's character that ate him. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so a lizard man, I guess, ate him. I remember that lizard man. <laughs> The audition with that lizard man. Do you remember? Oh yeah. yeah. I vividly remember that that uh, lizard man. I played with him for <laughs> seven episodes. So uh, yeah. So uh, unfortunately, uh, Gordon Biersch was uh, <laughs> was eaten eaten by uh, James's character, the lizard man. I forget his name. I was gonna say, does anyone remember his name? <laughs> oh, James is gonna kill me later. It's okay. I don't remember much these days. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard. So, uh, are we still sponsored by Gordon Beers? Do we still have the beers around? <laughs> no, no, I assume not. that yeah. this was an analogy. <laughs> I was about to say, is that, is that we're done? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, 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 our Gordon Beer sponsorship was a one year deal. Um, and I'm not going to ask to renew it until we're back in person because that was, I, I should not go through four cases of beer a month by myself. That's, not something that should be done. I could try. Why, why box yourself in, man? Hey. <laughs> yeah, man. Go 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 for like six uh, cases a month. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm actually. There's uh, finishing up, like the last of the cave raider. Hmm. All right. So um, with that, you guys board your ship. It is a. It is a very fond farewell. You see, uh, you know, everybody's on the shore. You have Emma. You have. Uh, you actually have, uh, they are all on their ship, sort of standing at attention along the rail watching you. Um, you see Mitch, the turtle, you see uh, Dalid and James's character, whoever it is. Um, and you see Nick's character uh, as well. Uh, who is the one that installed? Bilbert was his name. Bilber, the one that installed the uh, the heat metal like glyph that activates when you push the push the button. Good man. I like it. Uh, so everybody, Bardenthorn there with his husband David and Magrit, and you guys sail off to Waterdeep. To Waterdeep, where we will pick up next time. We uh, got to Waterdeep. We did not we get to Waterdeep. We, we, we still have like you, the you, there's going to be a water battle. Eh? <laughs> you you pull in to the deep water harbor that is the port of Waterdeep. Uh, I, 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 I want to be behind I, the wheel at that point with my box and just go. We're home. <laughs> uh, 
I, I've, I've, I did want to say that that on the way from Saltmarsh to Waterdeep, I, I would start working on the potions just to like oh, yeah. put, them in, put them in to start brewing. Just also, so that's said on stream. Same. Also, uh, there's a scene in the middle of the ship where I say, Rakesh, just do it. And it's drawing a crowd. And I'm just like, Rakesh, will you do it? And I'm asking him to punch me in the face as hard as he can. Just, run, just give me with your fist a good one. Just do it. Rakis, and I slap him once. Come on. Oh, he and that's you. where we're gonna pick up he for hits when me? Aaron oh, yeah. comes back next oh, week. Oh yeah, that, that yeah. should be. <laughs> um are you not gonna roll for it? You're gonna let Aaron roll for it? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think yeah, let's let Aaron do that. Um he's depending on what he's gonna find out that I've got stone skin. I've passed <laughs> it as a, <laughs> it as a ritual. <laughs> Nice. Hey, for what nice. you guys tried to do to me with hopping out of bed, I think he deserves it. <laughs> this, is, this is why this is why I don't get involved in prank wars. The worst <laughs> that I do is withhold cookies. I'm trying to see if the spell works. I can. I'm pretty sure I can. I've been punched in the face. I can survive. I'm not going to die from an Aaron right hand. Maybe. Uh, I mean, unless your unless unless your hit points are significantly worse yeah. than mine. So this is as much a test as it is a prank. Gotcha. So, uh, so during uh, the role play, we did have 500 bits from the Sir Biscuits. Uh, Thank you who so much. We all famously know about drawing the bust in the bottom of the uh, mansion. Yep. Uh, yep. It totally wasn't from the right perspective, but we appreciate it. It doesn't matter. Our just <laughs> condition is cool. Yeah. It's much better. It's, it's, it's actually better. better the way it was. So, um, so we are I going mean, to put. We're going to put some bits into the boy. Yeah, um, we've got five coming from us. So that is a six total. Nice. Into the boy. Um, do you remember how many went in last night? By chance. No. <laughs> um, I, I will do the math. I don't know where that paper went. I had it earlier, and then I started cleaning because other okay. people were coming into the house to check the cats. So... <laughs> I will figure that out uh, and let you know how many are in the boy. When it hits 25, uh, we do an order games giveaway. Hoo-hoo. All right. So um, we all have early things to do tomorrow. So that's why we are kind of cutting it short. And I forgot to take a break. So um, Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> I didn't notice until Tiana said she had to use the restroom. I was enjoying today. But oh, no, that was, would was, suck to have to use the bathroom today. Yeah. It was, it was really good. I was also just like... To go. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're we're trying we're uh, gonna try and change things up a little bit uh, and maybe take more breaks, uh, but leave it open to um, talking to you guys during those small breaks. Um, I like to stay in character. I shouldn't say. I really like the fact that James and that crew stays in character a lot. And I would love to attempt to reach that same level of role playing uh, and not to jump out of character so much <laughs> as the DM. Just, oh, jokes. Hey, I can. Yeah. Um, I like the jokes. Jokes are fun. Yeah, same. Yeah, joke, jokes are fun. Uh, but, you know, and then, and so we don't break the story up so much. So. We appreciate you guys sticking with us. Uh, subscribe, follow. Um, you guys know all the stuff. Join our Discord. We have an amazing community. On Saturday, we are playing with that amazing community. 2 p.m. PST, Pacific Time. Um, 
here on Questing Camps, we're going to play with some amazing people uh, from our community. Our first ever mitten with the uh, community. I we cannot mean, wait to see uh, how this goes. Coliseum <laughs> episode one. So, uh, so in, in the proud tradition of quests and chaos, it'll be at least three episodes. <laughs> Y'all are ready for this. So, yeah. So this, uh, this will be in fact, uh, uh, I, I have no idea. Have um, you be, told them that they're, they're not competing against each other, right? Like we don't, uh, so, uh, they don't fireball I mean, each other. I am going to. Uh, this is this is a new one, right? This is, this is a little bit different than the normal mitten. So the things are things are there's 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 a little bit of story. Uh, no, it's not allowed in a mitten. There's stuff what? that's happening. So, and it will be an ongoing story uh, with uh, rotating community members coming through uh, to hopefully eventually solve whatever major problem is happening. That's cool. Who's DMing that in? Uh, I am. Ooh. Yes. Boys. I think uh, Aaron Aaron uh, is chomping at the bit to DM on one of our regular nights. So we'll see what a regular night means. <laughs> regular more, around us? We are highly it? irregular, sir. So Saturday, uh, the Great Dane Society is off, but we are doing that mitten. Uh, 2 p.m. sounds like a really, 2 p.m. Saturday sounds like a really great time to do another D&D show if another D&D show is going to happen. Wink, um, wink, nudge, nudge. So, uh, oh, totally not related at all. Somebody gave me this metal D20, which is the only metal D20 that I like. It's hmm. not the scourge of the industry, even though it's big enough to literally put a hole through any uh, dice tray that you use. <laughs> I mean, this 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 table takes a beating when I roll it. I will I will say that. Uh, this is from Napoleon. What? So Thank he also you, sent you dice rolled by um, Will Wheaton. Oh yeah, my metal die. That's it. that's in one of the, one of the, one of the uh, bags that I have. It's been cursed. Never it rolled. It's been cursed. I wonder, you know what? That's okay. We send dice that Amy's rolled. So it all, it's all circular. I really want to see what would happen if Amy and Will Wheaton got in the same room. Would all of that anti-luck just explode <laughs> the room? Potentially. Potentially. I would need to lick them first. The dice <laughs> or the people? Yes. Uh, let's not... <laughs> still brainstorming stuff that's not so a, okay so so our only fans is gonna be it's gonna have uh <laughs> licking dice um okay all right that's oh, that sounds dice. like Good night, it was gonna be licking dice that get us out of here like thomas the right, hottest hit. only fans to hit yeah dude i'm i'm, I'm right. signing that up today get us out <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you, guys. Uh, we will see you uh, Saturday. Thank you for listening to the Chaos Agents podcast on Quests and Chaos. Please visit our YouTube page and give us a subscribe for more tabletop content. And don't forget, you can catch us live on Tuesdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch and YouTube.
This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks, starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquette, Robbie Nowell, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?